Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other host, Brendan McCullough, and today's a pretty fucking special episode because this actually... It's very special. This was recorded in January of this year and was intended to be released as probably like around episode 13 or 14 or something, but never aired because of a technical difficulty. I lost all of my audio for that specific uh, recording. And if anyone's familiar with Audacity, after you save a project, it, there's an AUP file and a, a data folder. And the problem was I ended up dating, deleting my AUP file and only had the data folder. And what the thing about that is what I was left with was a folder split into five folders, each with 127 files, all of which were six second clips of the conversation that I had with Bren that night, all completely scrambled. Like, there was no sense to the ordering of it. And it was a goddamn nightmare. I was like, oh, God, how am I going to handle this? And I did some research, and I had, like, I basically took a day and a half off to to just dedicate to restoring this episode. And after many, many hours, I was capable of restoring my audio and now we're capable of bringing this to you. But it's just a shame that things like this happen in the podcasting world all the time. Like, even just recently we did an interview. I'm not going to mention who, because we're trying to get that to happen again. But uh, we had an interview where we lost our interviewee's audio. And shit like this just seems to happen to us all the time. <laughs> there was a great moment where we finished where we were like, all right, you can hit stop recording and we'll, you know, export all that audio. And the, our interviewee goes... Wow, I can't believe we only spoke for 21 minutes. And then just <laughs> dead silent, just like... Oh, no. What, that, what's that? Like, my we, heart sank, because we we probably talked for like a good hour and a half then. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was easily three times that. So we're just like, excuse me? Yeah. And we, so, knew, it, we knew the exact moment, because like our, his audio cut out for a second. We're like, it probably stopped recording then. We're like, God damn it. Um, as well as an episode we've already aired, which I think you can... I think we actually kept it in that episode, but our first episode with Kier, I oh, lost, yeah. I lost power during that interview, like, <laughs> which was the worst because it was for a microsecond. Like, I wouldn't even count it a full second that I lost power because my lights didn't even dim, but my computer blinked and it, it shut down my computer. So yeah. it was just like for the smallest amount of time. Ah. Uh, uh. Yeah, we, it's just unfortunate that things like this tend to happen. But the cool thing is that we're capable of restoring this and giving you an, an, a really early episode from the podcast. Like this happened in January. So it's, we sound like a bunch of noobs. We, <laughs> we like, talk about some Assassin's Creed, some shit that's over our heads and it's just really interesting. So hopefully you enjoy it. We'll let you get to listening to it. Oh God. I hope it's with my good mic and not that old shitty headset I had that was just unlistenable. Oh, God. I I think it's the listenable mic, but we'll find out. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, man, what's up? Um, Anything new? (laughs) Uh, Not really. I I did notice I went to the store today, and I saw Assassin's Creed Rogue on... uh, Rogue? Yeah, on the PS3. Interesting. Uh, Which one's that? I mean, honestly... I never really kept up with the Assassin's Creed franchise. I mean, I'm, I know it's a big one, but it just never really did the trick for me. But uh, Rogue, I'm, I, last thing I knew, it was like Brotherhood or something. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. That's what was so... Con- 
confusing for me is I've never, I never even heard of this game, let alone seen it. And then I see it's out in stores. I'm just like, when did, what happened? Apparently it's the one in between four and Unity, which I guess is the sixth one. So I guess Rogue is fifth. Wow, dude, already, you saying there was a fourth one blew my mind, <laughs> let alone anything past that. So yeah, I am not up to date with what's going on in the Assassin's Creed world. Was it, and it was from PS3, you said, interesting. I thought, I knew they made a bunch of like mobile ones as well, but. Yeah, I think Assassin's Creed Revelations was, uh, on the PS, I think Vita. And, oh, you know, interesting. like anything on the Vita, it sell, it sold really well. Sarcasm heavily influenced. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I, I used to love the Assassin's Creed franchise. It was easily one of my favorites when the first one came out. I know a lot of people really hated it because it got super repetitive. Like, yeah. you played, uh, you would go into a city and you'd be sanctioned off by like a section of the town, like usually the poor sections where you start off and you'd have to do so many quests to reveal information about your, uh, assassination target. Then you kill them, come back to the city, you have more districts open to you, and you could venture out throughout the whole city. Okay. But then you would do the same exact thing over and over and over again in each district. Like, it wouldn't be anything new, except for, you know, difficulty levels and who you're killing. Otherwise, it'd be the same exact thing. Oh, jeez. Very repetitive thing. Extremely repetitive with the first one. But I still loved it, because it introduced... uh, uh, sort of a stealth tactic where you're hiding in plain sight, you hide amongst people. So yeah. you could see a group of like monks walking around wearing white robes and you would just jump in with them and hide amongst them or jump on a bench and sit between two people. Yeah. And the guard that's, guards would run right past you and never see you. That's tight. That's like I feel like if I were ever involved in a high speed car chase, I would just kinda t- take a quick right and then park <laughs> and hope they don't think it's my car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go into a parking garage and try and find a car similar to yours and so, exactly, yeah. But that's that's one of the re- main reasons I loved it is because it was such a uh, new element, new mechanic they brought into like sort of the stealth genre. And then Assassin's Creed Two came out, and it cleaned up everything. Like, it fixed everything. It, I'd say it's one of the best sequels because it just fixed all the problems that were in the first one. Oh, great! And then Brother came, Brotherhood came out, which was for um, PS3 as well, and it had multiplayer, which was essentially you're hunting somebody around at multiplayer and they don't know who they don't know you're hunting them but at the same time someone's hunting you and you don't know who it is. Yeah, wow, that sounds like I bet fans were really excited for that. I loved it. I played it nonstop and I actually got really good at it. And nice. then some dude hacked into the PS3 and uh was it he like released the source code on the internet of the PS3 and Everyone started hacking their PS3s, and some dude was able to play the game where you couldn't attack him. Like, anytime you went to attack him, you got stunned automatically. Oh. So, so no one was able to kill him, and he wasn't able, he didn't kill anybody, but he would get points from uh, stunning anyone who attacked him. And it just ruined the entire multiplayer for us, that's really. Because other people start doing it, and then it would just ruin the game. Yeah, man, that's, uh, when people hack games, it really does ruin the fun. Uh, I'm, it didn't really happen to me that often growing up, but I remember when I used to play fucking, oh my god, what was it? Enemy, t- oh wait, Wolfenstein Enemy Territory, 
like some old World War II kind of like first person shooter, but it was online. I would play that game and talk about hacks, man. People would just like have like insta headshots and all that kind of shit. And I'm like, and I, I would just play the game legitimately and be like, I'm trying to do like to per- excel and do my best here. But then all of a sudden you're getting like insta shot, like insta killed or whatever. And it's like, fuck this. Yeah. It's like you take five steps out of your safe zone. You're just like headshot out of nowhere. Yeah, I I would even be like in the middle of a hallway, like in a tunnel, and like a bullet would come all the way from like this guy's sniper. He's probably at the top of a mountain. I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> doesn't need to in those games. Yeah, <laughs> but I I was surprised with Assassin's Creed because I loved uh, Brotherhood as well. It was the story wise, it's not much different. It's pretty copy and paste. Um. Assassin's Creed 2 took place in like all of Italy, where Brother, uh, Brotherhood took place just in Rome. So it was really just condensed. But yeah. it was still very good. Then Revelations came out. No one played. <laughs> um, I think you played as like a colonial settler, like a woman. And I know that, um, Assassin's Creed franchise got a lot of flack for the newest game, not having a female protagonist, even though in Revelations they had one. Yeah, interesting. So, Wow, it's like I guess they're mad because they're like it came out on the Vita and no one's gonna buy that. They're like, we want a female protagonist that we can actually play. <laughs> I think it's a little of that, but I know. Um, I think it might have been uh, quote taken out of context, but one of the developers or publishers said that it would have been too hard to make a female model, like the 3D model for a female as the pr- protagonist. But they do it for multiplayer. There's like five different female characters you can play in multiplayer and in revelations there is one so i think people were more pissed off at him like for just lying yeah that sounds like that whole the fact that there are options to play as female characters in multiplayer that kind of just nullifies the oh well we couldn't make the main character a female (laughs) like what do you mean oh wait no oh i messed all that up revelations um you play as the same character from two and from brotherhood and you play in Revelations, and instead of Rome and Italy, he's in, I think, Istanbul. Oh, interesting. And uh, Assassin's Creed Three uh, Liberations, I think, is the one. Yeah, that's the one on the Vita. I'm sorry, I messed all of that up. No, no worries. <laughs> it's not a big deal. I mean, to be, it's not no sweat. Yeah, and to be fair, Revelations was awful. Okay, that one is got by it. far my least favorite because it is nothing more than just reskinning the character and adding, like, grenade and uh, a tower defense mechanic, which was terrible. Jeez, well, that's gay. Um, out of all of these ones, though, you didn't really mention 3. What's your opinion on 3? Uh, 3, I enjoyed it. Um, the colonial one. Uh, it's probably one of the longest tutorials in any game I've ever played in my life. Oh, like, God. It's a good, like, 10 hours in. And, like, I think you play, like, a good 2 hours as the main character's father. And then it oh. goes to the main character, and then you have to learn all this stuff with him. So it's like another like three or four hours or so, and it's just like, how is this still a tutorial? Jeez. Yeah, it's it was good. It has some it definitely has some good elements, but there was a lot that was wrong with it too. Like once again they have the Assassin's Creed has this nasty habit of just throwing collectibles in throughout the game. And the first one was notorious for this where you would collect, like, 400 flags over the course of the entire, like, game, and they were just impossible to find because there's so many. They're hidden in these little crevices. And I think with the second one, I think they were 
reduced it a lot. Like maybe there's like 30 of these things and like 20 of those things and that's it. And then Assassin's Creed 3, they did it, uh, Revelations did it again where there's like, here's 300 things, find them. And they don't appear on the mini map at all. Fuck. Yeah. And then, um, three reduced the number again, but they were like pieces. You had to find pieces of paper for Benjamin Franklin. And <laughs> since they were paper, they would just float in the wind. So at a certain point, yeah. you couldn't reach them, and they'd just be dangling above you. And it's like, what? You just tease them here. Like, yeah, actually, um, I I had a friend who was playing the games during. I worked playing that specific game of the series, and I was watching him play and just watching these little paper things float away. I'm like, this this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it. There was some good elements to it. I wouldn't say the whole game's terrible, but there there was a lot that wasn't great with it, and okay. they expanded the world way too big. Like. As, as yeah. big as you, you could play on the entire entire battlefield of a colonial settling town, but you're still one dude. So like running across the whole thing or finding a horse to run across the whole thing still takes like a good fifteen minutes. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's just a hassle. And then they released Black Flag, which is when I drew the line and said, "Fuck this franchise." I dude, to be perfectly honest. I, I think I drew the line at the first one and I didn't even play it because I, I was, I was told that like, it was all just like, I kind of like, isn't the story of that game, you're, you're just like logged into a virtual reality. You're not even necessarily really killing people. The story basically is, um, you play as this main character, Desmond Miles, and you're kidnapped by this weird organization, uh, Abstergo, I believe, and they put you in a machine that is able to trace back your lineage to your ancestors, and you're able to live through your ancestors' lives. And it's based okay. it's based on this whole premise of instinct. Like, animals are born with instincts. Like, birds are born with the instinct to fly, and horses the instinct to walk and run, like, when they're born. And they're like, if animals have it, uh, humans can have it. And for our instincts, would just be our ancestors' lives. So you're able to go through your whole ancestral lineage through this machine. Wow. Yeah, that makes it sound a lot cooler than when the first kid I knew pitched it to me. I was like, that sounds gay as shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it's just, it turns out the company is uh, run by modern-day Templars, and it's just a whole lot of Da Vinci Code shit where it's like, ancient history, there was these magical things, and it created, like, these wonderful, like, what we know as marvels of, like, modern creation and art and all this. Turns out it's related to this magical item, and they're trying to find it in, like, modern day and blah, blah, blah. If you think that's convoluted, it gets much worse as the franchise goes on. Like, at a certain point, it just turns into, like, aliens, and, like, the sun is about to explode, and, like, not explode, but, like, eat everything, and, like, apparently the sun's alive. It gets so dumb. So Really? It gets... Yeah. Because, um, in between, I think, Revelations and 3, um, I played Revelations. I don't really remember how it ends. It wasn't good, though. And then in uh, Assassin's Creed 3, you wake up and the main character's father is at your bedside. And it's like, where the hell did he come from? And it turns out he was in the PS Vita game. So there was like canon information only in the Vita. So you had to play the Vita just to understand the story. Don't you love franchises like that? Oh, God. And it gets so much worse. And so each game, it's like this big leap from like uh, the first game you play as uh, this Desmond Miles ancestor, Altair during the third crusade. So the, okay. this is like during nights and uh, King Arthur's not King Arthur, but uh, King Richard Lionheart and all that. 
then the second one you jump ahead, and it's the uh, Renaissance in Italy. So it's a good few hundred years. Yeah. And the next one after after they made two more games with that same character, which got really old really quick. Um, <laughs> you jump to the colonial period where you play as like a Native American, uh, and that time period. So another few hundred years later, and you're playing through this guy's ancestral line. Then Assassin's Creed Black Flag comes out, and the main character is a dude you meet in Assassin's Creed Three, and you. There's no, what? there's no lineage to him. He's just a pirate during the colonial period, and you just play oh, as him. So they were like, this character is good enough for an offshoot game. Yeah, and it's just like, we went like a few hundred years later, a few hundred years later, and then three to four, it's maybe a month. Like, it's the same time period. And it's just like, yeah, wow. This, this, like, I didn't even play it, so I can't really critique it too well, but it bothered me to no end, especially because the pre-order bonus for it was a small football. Not even a regular size football, a small football. This is a video game. Just like, who, who's your demographic? This isn't men 15. <laughs> Wait, yeah, what the fuck is the football about? It's just a football, and they just use it as a pre order bonus to try and attract people to buy it. Like, early. Wow, dude. That's, that's hilarious. And I heard with Black Flag that, um, since you're a pirate, there's a lot of sailing and, you know, you, attack another pirate ship and you raid it and steal all their stuff. I heard everything about it sucked except for the pirate stuff. Like when you were a pirate and just running around doing stuff, it was cool. But otherwise That's probably that's probably all they focused on really. For that one they did. And apparently in the newest one, uh Unity, well apparently the uh, one after that is Assassin's Creed Rogue, which like I said, I heard nothing about. I have no idea what yeah. this one's about like completely under my radar for sure. Yeah. But then Assassin's Creed Unity came out, which is the newest one for PlayStation 3, where it's during the French Revolution. So as far as I can tell, they went back in time from yeah. Black Flag. Interesting. And you, the main point of this is single-player co-op, where you can play in like a squad like Borderlands and Gears of War, where you can play four people all doing the main story. See, it's funny how they just, um, in different titles, try different mechanics. Exactly. <laughs> but this one doesn't really work, because apparently no one really cares. Like, apparently the story's not good enough to want people to play it. Oh, wow. Yeah, damn. Mechanics so much. And there's a very uh, notorious glitch in it, where every now and then people's faces will just disappear. <laughs> so you're just talking to a pair of floating eyes and, like, a pair of teeth, and it's just really weird. That's great, dude. That's uh, that's hilarious. It, Ubisoft is the publisher, if that tells you anything about how just Wait, progressively and, terrible it gets. And this one's called Assassin's Creed Unity. Yeah. Oh, man. Th- just that title pisses me off because the Unity engine, it's just going to confuse me. It's like, there couldn't you go with anything else? <laughs> <laughs> nope. They really didn't think that one through in any case because it's apparently they, like day one they release the game and then like day two they're just like, all right, we're going to release a patch for this game. They have to download, and it'll fix all the bugs. It's like, oh, so you sold this game knowing there was bugs and glitches in it. And then the next day, you release the patches. Fucking A. That's ridiculous. And it's just, I don't know, it's, it seems like they're running out of uh, good titles. They're just going to go with any any old noun, Rogue, Unity. Yeah, we got... What's next? <laughs> we got Brotherhood, we got Revelations, uh, Black Flag, Rogue, Unity, Victory, Bloodlines, Discovery... Project Legacy, Lost Legacy, Recollections. Uh, Wait, these are all still games? Yeah, 
Liberations. Holy shit. Utopia, Pirates, Memories, uh, Assassin's Creed Chronicles, China. What in fuck's name? I never knew any of this existed. This franchise just like went from, to me, I, this goes to show how little I know about anything. <laughs> I fucking, I literally thought the Assassin's Creed, like the latest one was like probably one or two after Assassin's Creed 3. Here you're like spouting off like 20 titles. And yeah, the, all those are just super generic kind of sounding like. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, like, especially with the football, I see Assassin's Creed now as just the Madden and the NHL, like, of action, of kill people, yeah, games. of action adventure. Like no offense to them, but it's just games that come out every year and just have a slightly yeah. different skin to them. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's what annoyed me about that franchise from the get go. But I just, wow, they took it to another level. Oh yeah, it's every year that like when Unity came out and people were bashing it for all the bugs and how it just wasn't really good. Uh, Ubisoft was already talking about like, well, in 2016 we'll have a, or in 2015 we'll have this accessory come out. It's like we don't like this one. Why are you making another one a year later? Yeah, exactly. But I know um, one thing that really did, like, they don't even hide the fact that they reskinned the main character Desmond Miles for his ancestors, like, that it's just the same model and with different clothes and stuff, which <laughs> it makes sense because they're ancestor, but it's like, what are the chances that you look identical to it's, your yeah, ancestor 700 years ago? Exactly. No, there's no way. You ever look at, like, your great-grandfather when he was in his prime in, like, a black-and-white picture? I guarantee he doesn't look anything like you. Yeah, but one thing that just bothered me to no end is in Assassin's Creed uh, 2. Uh, you play as the main character. He's this young Italian, uh, you know, debonair, suave... Not a swashbuckler, because he's not the pirate guy. But but he's, <laughs> like, the ladies' man. And in the beginning, it teaches you the tutorial of he's just in a street brawl. And he's just fighting with local thugs. And he gets punched in the mouth. And he gets a big cut in his upper lip. And it leaves a scar for the rest of the game. And then when it cuts back to modern day as Desmond Miles, he also has a scar on his lip. Wow. So it carries in the genes, that scar. Like, I don't know what their <laughs> excuse was. Like, for like, yeah, ge- scars are genetic. It's like, is that, if that's true, we would be one big scat. Oh yeah, dude. There'd be some hideous looking motherfuckers. Uh, they even had, um, Kristen Bell as like a set, uh, secondary character in the first and second one. And really, yeah. And a thing with the assassins is they had the hidden like blade in the wrist. And the only way they could do it, the only way they could like shoot out the blade and like assassinate the target is if they cut off their ring finger. So a lot, all the assassins, at least in the first one had like nubs for ring fingers. What? And that's kind of the thing where. You look at her character and she shows you her, shows you her hand and she's missing that finger. So it's like, Hey, I'm an assassin. I'm on your side and I'm going to get you out of here. And then in Assassin's Creed 2, they show, um, uh, Leonardo da Vinci makes some mechanism where he's like, Hey, you don't have to cut off your finger anymore. And then it cuts back to modern day and Kristen Bell's character has that finger back. And it's like, what? You, what is like, this is before what? this is before it got all out of hand. Like this is the sequel, and you've already broken all continuity. Yeah, that's unreal. That's really oof. I I had so much I had so much hope for it, and like it was starting out so well, and then just oh god, so bad. Ubisoft. Yeah, little idiotic things like that are hard to swallow as like a fan. Uh, it just got tough because especially I think in Revelations, you play as the same character Ezio. But then he's getting memories of his ancestor, which is also Desmond's ancestor. 
that you played in the first one, Altair. So, like, you see Altair in his prime when you played him. Then you see him, like, 10 years later. And then, like, 20 years later. And then, like, 30 years later. So, uh, like, the last memory you have, uh, um, like, through his eyes, you're playing as Altair with, as, if my math is correct, like, 112. And he's, like, walking around. Like, the controls force you to be slow. Like, he's not jumping up on walls and stuff. But the animation is still the same. So you're walking around really slow and decrepit. And then when a guy attacks you, you you hit the button to kill him. And it swings to, like, Altair, like, sweeping the guy's legs out underneath him, throwing him on the ground, and then stabbing him in the neck all really quick. And it's like, the, the dude is 112. Like, <laughs> you couldn't even change the animation, the kill animation for him. Oh, no. Like, they couldn't even just literally decrease a number. No. Like, a, a value in the code to just be like, oh, slow that down a bit. Nope, this guy's a fucking ninja at 112. No, they couldn't do that. And some people are like, oh, well, it's because they had this those mystical artifacts, like, maybe that made him young and, like, in the physical prime throughout all the time. It's like, no, I know what it is. It's because Ubisoft rushed the game so they can release one every year, and they just fucked it up. Yeah, no, I hear that. It's definitely, I don't think even they can deny that's their agenda. They're like, we're pumping out games, and we're making money. <laughs> no, Ubisoft is, like, the tea party uh, of game publishers. They can deny everything. It doesn't need to make <laughs> sense. Sure, yeah. Oh, God, I hate them. So They've, like, <laughs> the first two were, like, some of my favorite games, and they just, like, strangled it, and then, like, tr- like skinned it alive, and then hanged its corpse, like, up on their banner. Like, all right, they're, um, where are they? The ha- Game of Thrones, um, they're House Bolton. <laughs> they're House Bolton from Game of Thrones. They take the prisoners, gotcha. skin them alive, and then put that skinned body on their banner. And yeah, them. ruthless motherfuckers. God, awful. Yeah. Damn, man. Well, I'm glad to get a heartfelt, uh, experience. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it's just so many bad memories. <laughs> forcing, <laughs> forcing myself to play those games in hopes that at some point it got better and it just got so much worse. See, that just makes me feel glad that I never got invested because I saw people like get frustrated with that series and I was like, ah, I'm just not going to do it because I know I'm going to be the same way. It's. I remember seeing the Da Vinci, like, flim through the channels, I see Da Vinci Code on, and it's at the very end of the movie, and it's like, oh yeah, you're Jesus's, you're Jesus's ancestor. And I was like, oh man, it ruined it for me. No. That, <laughs> Assassin's Creed ruined any hope I had in sort of, like, fantasy, historical, accurate, like, stuff. Like, that ruined it for me. Yeah. So, uh, it's just awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, this is something super random, but I saw this. I'm going to send it to you in our Skype message. Okay. Um, it's something on Distractify. It's like, artist reimagines all the Zodiac signs as badass monsters. I'm not kidding. They are fucking badass. What's your Zodiac? Oh, I think I've seen this. I'm a Taurus. Oh, dude, yeah, yours is fucking sick. I mean, mine is probably my least favorite out of all of them, but it still looks pretty cool. I mean, go figure. I, um, yeah. But, um, I'm Sagittarius, which you'd expect is gonna be badass, but it was just like a little less than what I was hoping it to be. But there's the link. Yeah, this what, yeah, these are the ones I saw earlier. Yeah, isn't that fucking sick? Look at Aries specifically. Right off the bat, I was like, alright, this artist is godly. It's, it, I like how they use the word badass when I would probably have used the phrase like, horrifying or like sure because like Tauros is kind of just like it's a minotaur like you know it's pretty cool and it's pretty epic the way he draws it Ares is kind of a play off a satyr like 
but he's got huge horns too. And you scroll yeah, and then you get Gemini. Gemini's like a fucking pyramid head, like meets like a double headed pyramid head almost. I don't even know. Yeah, it's like pyramid head meets like a Hindu god. Like it's just like yeah, it looks like oh god, it looks like something from Pan's Labyrinth, and like oh a perfect really bad acid trip. Oh yeah, absolutely, a really bad one. And then you get to, <laughs> then you get to Leo, and it's like oh, it's like a lion, like a humanoid lion. And then you get to like Libra, and it's like well, what does he do with scales? It's like I don't know. It's something from Hellboy and Hellraiser, and I just don't want it near me. Like it's yeah, that thing's horrifying. Literally, that is the word for that. And fucking look at Cancer. That thing. I just I, I could already feel how sharp everything about that is. <laughs> God, it's like a balloon factory's nightmare. Like just there's a spike on every millimeter of his body. Literally, I feel like just don't even get close. <laughs> it's like. What's Virgo? It's like, oh, it's uh, the Virgin. It's like, oh, what did they do for that? It's like, I don't know, an angel? Like, I don't yeah, know. like a super cool looking, like, oh, what's that? That face reminds me of something specific. Oh God, not what is it? Not Prometheus, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It. It's sort of like this uh, pulled back alien skin splice, maybe. Did you ever see the yeah, splice? I think I did. Um, yeah, it's definitely along those lines. I, there, I, I feel like I've seen that phase before, as weird as it is, is to say about this creepy-looking angel. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Also, but, if anyone's listening uh, who's seen Splice, I apologize. That movie is weird. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, it is. It's basically um, Adrian Brody creates alien life, and it evolves so quickly, and then at some point he fucks it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, Awkward. Uh, but yeah, dude, Sagittarius does not look that cool. Like, as much as I was hoping, it's like, it's your typical centaur, but instead of a human head, they just put a horse's head on it. I'm like, well, what's, that kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, I, I like that, because it's like, well, what if we had a centaur? It's like, how do we make the centaur more horse-like? It's like, yeah. it's half horse. Like, Yeah, it literally, it's actually more than half horse. This is three quarters of a horse, yeah. I would say. <laughs> like, it's like, what if we gave a horse a human torso for a neck? That's it. But yeah, I, that's why that one's just kind of awkward. And it's like, damn it, I wanted something cool. <laughs> and then you got Capricorn at the bottom. It's like, remember those horrifying mermaids from Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire? It's like, now they, oh have, my God. Now they have a goat head. Yes, dude, you literally read my mind. What are those things called? I used to be such a Harry Potter nerd. Uh, he ate gillyweed, and those things were called, uh, holy shit, it's coming back to me. Uh, I don't know. I thought they were just the mermaids. Hinky Puffs? No, hold on, I'm looking this up. No, dude, they they had like a specific name and they were like fucking weird. I'm looking this Hanky up. Hinky Puffs. That's probably wrong. <laughs> I loved Harry Potter. Like, I got really sucked in, into it by the third one. But, you know, everyone tells me like, oh, the books are better. It has more detail. It's like, yeah, but those are big fucking books. Like, I don't have time to read the whole series anymore. Plus, the movies are so good. Oh, the movies did keep, like, they're up to par, except the third one. Fuck the third one. I mean, I like, the third was my favorite book, and probably my favorite of the story, but, like, the way it was done, I'm so upset. There's so much to critique, and, like, it's bullshit. So much is unexplained for people who didn't read the books. Yeah, I mean, that might have, that movie might have sucked me into the franchise more so, because I was hitting puberty and Hermione Granger. Hey, that ain't bad. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I definitely thought she was hot when I was like fucking growing up, and it's like kind of weird. And it's definitely weird looking back because like when she was really young, that's when I thought she was good looking because I was a little kid. But like she definitely got attractive as she got older too, which is like there's no doubt. So, but it's funny looking back and be like, oh god, I used to think she was attractive when she wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It's always now that you see the movies now, it's like, uh, is it weird that I find a fourteen year old girl? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it is. Yes, absolutely. Get rid of those oh, thoughts. man. So I couldn't find the goddamn magical name I'm looking for, because I had this, like, book that, like, had all the, like, magical creatures or something, but I guess we're just going to go with people. Fuck it. <laughs> I think J.K. Rowling actually said she's making another movie, like, based off that monster book that he had, like, the one that tried eating him. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Or- oh, yeah, the, the, the one, yeah, that you had to, like, stroke the spine or else it would, like, be, like trying to bite your face off <laughs> sorry i just immediately thought of the masturbation innuendo <laughs> yeah god stroke the spot yeah. <laughs> tries to bite your bite your face off it was a oh god weird teenage years <laughs> oh god you can't tell me that, like there wasn't stuff going on at hogwarts like you got a bunch of teenagers living oh, in a dude. castle by themselves full of magic like they're they're doing stuff Literally, if, like, and that's the thing, I'm thinking to myself, where do the professors sleep? Because I'm guaranteeing, like, the boys and girls, like, separated areas, not separated at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they share the common room, like, for each house. Like, come on. Yeah, dude, probably some wild shit going on in that place. But it is, like, they're all underage, too, so we gotta keep in mind. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know that they're underage, and I'm not thinking about it as detailed <laughs> as I can admit in public. But, <laughs> but you know, we all did stuff when we were underage, so, you know, it's gotta, gotta be happening. You gotta, you gotta, you coop a bunch of teenagers into a area together, like, it's gonna happen. Yeah, plus, they have, like, who knows how kinky you could get with, uh, magic tricks in the, in the sack. Can you honestly look me in the eyes and tell me Harry didn't try sneaking into, like, the girls' locker room once with that invisible cloak? Like, Oh, oh, yeah, he was probably there every night, and... <laughs> he looks in, like, the mirror, uh, that mirror of wanting or whatever, and his dad's giving him, like, a thumbs up, and his mom's, like, hitting him in the shoulder. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man, I did, I, I really do en- enjoy Harry Potter. It's like, I'm glad it's over, though, to be perfectly honest. I mean, <laughs> it literally was, I was there from the beginning. I was 11 years old when the book series came out, so I was, like, right there along with Harry, like, the whole progression and it was it was really fun but i'm good on it i don't really need to go back it's that's the thing it's funny i used to be such a nerd and i used to know every single like trivia question there is but over the years it's like who the fuck cares (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i mean that's one of the reasons uh full metal alchemist is one of my favorite series because it was so good and so much story going on so deep and it was really rich and very long but it ended at a certain point the author was like no it has to stop Definitely. I mean, and if you don't do that, it's, it's this, you're, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's like you should put that dog to sleep, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you either end as a great franchise, a great series like Cowboy Bebop or Full Man Alchemist, or you live long enough to turn into Bleach and Naruto and just like, ugh. Yeah. Don't go there, people. I've already expressed <laughs> my feelings on Naruto. <laughs> yeah. And I, I second that. <laughs> But, um, yeah, dude, that was funny. <laughs> I'm glad we got to t- uh, talk some shit. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Uh, 
Doug and Bren here. This is not the recording from January of earlier this year. Um, we're just here to let you know that we're kind of cutting this episode into two parts. Initially, we were going to release it as one big episode, which was going to be like an hour and a half of material. But it's a lot of just all over the place shit, and it just kind of makes more sense to split it in half. Um, I also just want to apologize for our weird Harry Potter discussion that was, like, I forgot we even had that. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but I apologize for nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe, hopefully you guys weren't too weirded out by that. But, yeah, and I guess we should also do some plugs and stuff quick, too. Um, if you like the show, please give us a like or a follow on Facebook and Twitter. Um, I'm doing Twitch streaming every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, I think I'm going to be playing Ori and the Blind Forest by, this t- by the time this airs, so... That should be cool. Um, how about you, Bren? Where can people find you? I got my own Twitter, ABTS Brendan. Um, I'm still figuring out what to do with the YouTube channel. I think, <laughs> I'm not sure if we talked about it in the episode yet, but I sent out everybody copies of the video game Bad Rats. Which oh, God. The, which is one of the worst games ever made. Um, in retaliation, a lot of you guys sent me back really bad games. So I'm I think in just about playing all of them and putting them up on YouTube oh, because some is... of them are just so bad. Seriously horrendous games. So that that might give us some attention. I'm not sure if it's good or bad, but <laughs> the games aren't good. I can tell you that much. Yeah, but uh, anyway, uh, listeners, we will be releasing part two of this episode this coming Friday, so you won't have to wait a whole week to get that, and then we'll have a really exciting interview episode on Monday, so stay tuned. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. See you.